Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another new episode of the Cinemania Box Office Beatdown Show. Um, listen, I know what you got to say. It's been a very, very long time since uh, my co-host for this show, Larry from LC Screen Talk. First things first, Larry, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, so it's been a long time since we've done one of these shows uh, with the with the um, the pandemic and stuff like that, especially when it comes to me and my like work schedule and Sundays and whatnot. But I finally have a couple of Sundays off, which I'm excited because Sundays was our box office Sundays where you and I would just go through the weekend box office obviously since the pandemic started it hasn't been any box office um what we decided to do uh for the first two weeks was do a top 10 series of the biggest box office openings so we're just going to go back to that everyone so uh this is uh we did week we did um number 10 and number nine so number 10 was i believe it was the incredibles 2 yeah yeah, that was our number 10 movie. So basically how this show works, everyone, is that we do the top 10 of, we're doing the top 10 box office biggest openings, but we're going to go through each number and go through, go back to that weekend that it came out and just kind of go through the top five. Our regular show, if you listen to the show months ago, um, our box office beatdown show, we just do top five, then we talk about what's coming out next week and stuff like that. So it's going to be a little bit different. Hopefully you, this is easy, easy to follow along. Our number nine movie that we did, you can go back to that episode. That episode was in April 26th and we talked about I believe that movie was Avengers Age of Ultron. That was a fun episode. I had a lot yeah. of fun doing that. And that was actually when I was at my old house, too. So it's, this is this is our first box office show over here. So I'm excited. Um, yeah, so now we are going into the number eight. And that movie is... I'll let Larry take it away. So our number eight goes to The Lion King, the kind of live-action version that came yep. out in 2019. We're actually going back pretty much exactly a year almost because it released on July 19th, 2019. Oh, so obviously we were in better times for film a year ago than we are now. But... Yes, obviously the live action remake was a huge success. It opened to a whopping $191.7 million last year on its way to grossing over $1 billion, $1.65 billion worldwide after it was all said and done. So Mm -hmm. uh, Disney keeps hitting it out of the park with these live action remakes at the box office. I oh yeah I so um do you remember when we were doing the box office show for the Lion King like remember it was in the top five for like fifteen Ever. weeks or something <laughs> oh my and then it went from this to like Aladdin that like what wasn't it or was did it where did it go from Aladdin, Aladdin to, to this yeah it yeah, went from it Aladdin to the Lion crazy. King both of them just stuck crazy. in there forever <laughs> but I actually remember watching this movie um in theaters this is where I watched this, I watched the Lion King last year at comic-con like the day that we landed uh we went to comic-con and then right after we went to see the lion king obviously we were all like jet lagged and tired so it wasn't a great experience but it was a cool to see an amc theater out there you know that was interesting yeah. but um yeah it's it's a um yeah i just remember this opening up to a massive number that weekend 191 which we all kind of assumed it was going to 
But yeah, I don't think anyone saw this big of a number. But 191 did not surprise me that the least. But um, and it and it and it not only did it not only did it open so big, it also became the number eight movie and then the in the yeah. biggest you know box office opening. So it's crazy. I mean, yeah, it stayed in the top five all the way until the middle of or the end of September. <laughs> it's Ooh. when it finally fell out. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's tenth week of release. It finally fell out of the top five. I remember I was so I was just like Larry, how many times are we going to talk about the Lion King? This is just too much. I don't, I don't understand. Like, yeah, I you know, mean it's reasoning. it is nuts. I just yeah. I, oh, <laughs> um. So uh, let's get into what is the. What? Let me. I'm trying to find it, but I can't. I'm, yeah. What was the final number for uh, the Lion King? One point six five billion dollars. Yeah. And I'm pretty positive it is in the top ten for um overall grosses as mm-hmm. well. Sorry, navigating the box office mojo site. I forgot. What a mess. Oh, yeah. Forgot, <laughs> uh, so overall, for worldwide totals, it sits at number seven on the worldwide chart with that $1.65 billion. Ooh, So, man. Number seven. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So uh, I remember just remember remember it being a massive opening, which I wasn't. I was expecting it, but I was like, I don't think it's. Uh, I feel like it's. I, sh- I mean, I should have known with the cast. You know how big the Lion, the, the Lion King is as far as with adults goes. Adults yeah. want to show their kids the movie. You know, after all these years, so I mean, yeah. Beauty and the Beast opened to one seventy four, so that was kind of a good yeah. precursor to tell us, you know, the next That's big Renaissance one would be huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, let's get into the top five from that weekend, which was the weekend of July nineteenth, and what was number two? Number two was uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, which had been atop the box office for two weeks up until mm-hmm. this point. It had a 53% drop to make $21.2 million in its third week of release. Spider-Man Far From Home to that time had made already $319 million domestic, though. So, obviously, Spider-Man Far From Home did some big numbers in its time at the box office but this was its first time out of that number one i i remember the opening for far from home being kind of like like not controversial but kind of like a hot topic because of um remember that was when it opened on like a tuesday or something (laughs) right it was like so random wasn't it like it was like it opened on like a wednesday or something right because of the fourth of july weekend yeah um and then it only opened up i mean it's a good number but it opened up to 90 million 92 million that weekend like the week not 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 this weekend but the weekend that it came out yeah uh, the first time and i was just like i mean i don't i just don't know why they went with that model with coming out fourth of july weekend why they didn't decide to come out during an actual like open weekend you know yeah, I mean, yeah, because they had the week numbers there, but like the week mm, leading up, but it yeah. was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, and then like by week three, we're already at twenty one million, which I was just like, you know, a little sub. It was the box office worldwide is really good. I just don't remember like I just remember like domestically, this far from home numbers just were like a little. Yeah, indifferent, you know. Yeah, because domestic, by the time it finally finished, it made three hundred ninety million, and worldwide it was at one point one three billion. And this was the first Spider-Man movie to make a billion dollars. Is that right? 
I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I believe. Because so. I, I don't. I, the Raimi ones, obviously, that was a different time, and they they yeah, did yeah. really really well. They did the upper hundred millions, but I I don't think Homecoming did. I'm pretty positive. So I think this yeah, was the Homecoming first one. Did. This was the first one, which you know, worldwide, you know, every it was right after Endgame, and usually, um, those ones, especially the ones after, like the ones before Big One and the ones after the Big Avengers movies, usually do good. Unless you're Ant Man and the Wasp, you kind of just kind of, I, I think because it wasn't like a direct sequel to a not sequel, but like a direct kind of aftermath of Infinity War, which is why audiences wasn't that intrigued with that with that one releasing. Um, but if it was a situation where, like, we went from, like, Infinity War to, like, Thor, you know what I mean? Then I, yeah. <clears throat> I probably, probably would have been a massive number for, like, a Thor movie. Because yeah. what's he doing after Infinity War, you know? But, yeah. Um, yeah, but pretty good pretty good numbers. Um, I remember that weekend. It was, I mean, I mean, this time of movies, once again, we're going we're gonna to do this every time we do these episodes. But, like, once again, just, like simpler times you know yeah we had far from home or like we had different type of movies coming out um i was always in the theater last summer so yes this is um interesting uh, yeah and of course it took a decent hit because the lion king took a lot of the younger audience away you know (laughs) they sucked that away but it was a actually a really the younger audience friendly top three because coming in at number three was Toy Story 4, mm-hmm. which was in its fifth week of release, bringing in 15.5 million, which only dropped 25, 26% in the face mm-hmm. of Lion King, but it was in its fifth weekend already. Um, so obviously, the Toy Story 4 opening was about 120 million, which also was kind of a hot topic. Um, I think I people. That, yeah. Especially after Toy Story 3 uh, had a nice opening, and then Incredibles 2 had that amazing opening that we talked about here on our show. Um, I think people were hoping for a huge number from Toy Story 4, and $120 million obviously was good, but maybe just didn't quite live up to people's huge expectations. No, I'm not going to sit here and say that's a, that's like a disappointment or like a flop or anything because I I mean this is we we used to talk about this all the time and certain sequels would come out and they just kind of yeah. like kind of like but you know, just shit the bed a little bit by expecting a massive number because the first one made such a huge 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 number. I remember it chapter 2 was one of them yeah. from uh, last year and I remember Toy Story, I I I think cuz listen, I think there wasn't people who believe that they are they are like they're running its course with this franchise probably thought that we don't really need a fourth yeah. movie so it's like why do we continue could to it if it doesn't feel like a i remember toy story 3 just felt like a like a like like, like this a is conclusion like, yeah and like a spectacle because of how far along we, we were we were away from toy story 2 you know yeah. all these characters are coming back and whatnot this is crazy toy story 4 doesn't have that same kind of luster because like they they ended it kind of good in the third one you know what i mean yeah um you know with andy leaving and stuff like that and with the incredibles i mean that movie that's been like 14 like a 13 year wait when audiences like you know kind of miss these characters and whatnot so everyone who everyone who grew up from that first movie wanted to take their kids to the next movie with toy story 4 i mean it didn't it just didn't have that same kind of lust you know yeah and, I mean, it did get flack, but it is the biggest opening for a Toy Story film, because Toy Story 3 opened to $110 million, whereas this one opened to $120 million. So it does have that uh, going for it. I think it has the biggest gross as well, because it ended up at one. 
$1.07 billion, and Toy Story 3 ended at $1.06 billion. Yeah. So, I mean, it is still technically the biggest Toy Story film of all time. It does also have that 10-year bump um, in money. <laughs> uh, right, right. You know, but um, I mean, 120 million obviously was still really strong. It was holding on in that top three for the first five weeks of its release at the least. Um, 15 million in its fifth week compared to 21 million in Spider Man's third week. So, you know. Mm. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was still it was still holding strong, still holding steady, and obviously we're on to do some pretty big numbers total. And I remember doing pretty good. Uh, I mean, this is still fifteen million, fifteen million uh, in your fifth weekend, going up against a massive opening like The Lion King is still a pretty good number, especially for that audience with kids and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah, especially um, with this top three. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of kid friendly stuff in this top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, pretty good number for uh, for uh, Toy Story 4. Um, okay, let's get into the number four movie. So, number four was a bit of a sleeper hit last year, a movie oh, yeah. a lot of us really enjoyed that actually did watch it. At number four, we had Crawl, which was at $6.09 million in its second week of release. That was a 49% drop. Crawl had opened to $12 million in its first weekend, and I know we both really had fun with this. Oh, yeah, I had a good time with that movie. I love it. I actually I watched it again the other day. Um, yeah, I had a good time. I had I had a good time with that movie. I remember not. I didn't see it in theaters, um, just because I remember um, that week. It, when when did it? When, what weekend was it? Week two. I remember the weekend before Comic Con was crazy with all the yeah. setup and, and preparations and packing. And then uh, coming back home, I think like I had to go straight into like the movie theater with like I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out and stuff. So I didn't I didn't catch Call in theaters, but I did watch it at home. Yeah. After buying the Blu-ray and whatnot, so yeah, I just rewatched it the other day, and it's it's really good. It still holds up. I, mean, I really enjoy it. Um, this is this is week two, and I think uh, week two. I think we were talking about this too, like our second weekend for box office for this after this uh, this weekend. Forty nine percent is pretty good for a movie like this going up yeah. against like massive hits like Spider Man, Toy Story to come in number four as like a like a monster horror kind of movie. Yeah, pretty um, small really one at that. Yeah, really impressive too. You know, so low budgeted. I remember this movie did really well. Like at this point, it had made twenty three million. Um, so yeah, it was it was it pretty did pretty well. Yeah, and so it. It ended up with 39 million domestic and 91.5 million worldwide off of a 13 million dollar budget. So, I mean, that's exactly what you want out of a, a smaller budget horror film. Tripled its budget mm-hmm. domestic and went way higher worldwide. So it was all good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was really, I was really excited watching it and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm very. Um... Very very happy about about what, the way that movie that movie was kind of going for last year and whatnot. Um, yeah. yeah. So let's get into the last spot number five. What do you got? So coming in at number five was yesterday the Beatles musical fantasy romance film. <laughs> it's a really weird one to describe, um, but that one was in its fourth week of release, sitting at five million, which was a twenty-five percent drop. Yesterday, when it opened, it opened at seventeen million back in June. So, did you ever see yesterday? I did. I saw it late, though. I remember I didn't see that in theaters either. 
Um, I saw it. I saw it late on the. Where did I watch it? I think it was on demand. No, I think I bought the Blu-ray Black Friday and watched it. Um, I I thought it was okay. I thought it was not. Yeah, I wasn't really a big fan, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. It was. A it was weird, I don't know. Uh, some I had some script issues with yesterday, but it actually had some pretty strong legs by the end. It made. I remember we kept talking about this one too for a while, um, and it just kind of kept holding pretty well for the most part yeah, it ended up yeah. at 73 million domestic and a really good 153 million worldwide because the budget was only 26 so it's kind of in that you know fantastical um musical realm i think that people generally like so yeah it did pretty well yeah. Yeah, I remember, uh, yeah, you brought that up. I remember we were talking about it for a long time. I was like, dude, what is up? Because this was at least in the top 10 for a long time. Yeah, it was in the top top 10. Yeah, it was in the top 10 for a really long time. It only dropped 25% that weekend. It's um, fourth week. It's still pretty good. And only lost, like, only lost 93 theaters as well. So, yeah. um, Yeah, because this movie lost the least amount of theaters, I would say, like, so far, like, in the the top, like, 20 at least. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, all the other, even the top, the top, like Spider-Man Far From Home had lost 219 theaters that weekend. Toy Story 4 lost 460. Yesterday only lost 93. So that's pretty yeah. impressive. Um, yeah. Well, they didn't like crawl. Well, crawls in week two, so that's not going to. Yeah, be the the, the new ones they don't lose. You usually are able to hold your theaters into week right. two unless you just bomb so hard that they rip you out. That they, that they take you out like Hellboy. Yeah. Remember Hellboy oh went from God. like. No, remember that it went from it went from like number eight Whew. or something to like thirty eight or something because they took it out so many theaters. It was oh my awful. God! Like, yeah, it was so just bad. So bad. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get into some of these other numbers because we have some other some other uh, big movies in here. Speaking of huge theater losses, I was gonna say Midsummer got slashed at sixteen hundred theaters. Uh, I mean, that's what happened with those A twenty four kind of horror, especially the like type. <laughs> Like the the art house kind of horror, uh, they because Hereditary was the same way. I remember Hereditary, like you know those A twenty four horrors. It's, it's it's hard to keep those in theaters for a long time unless you have like yeah. a big big massive name or something on it. You know, and about comes home also got slashed though, so it was just yeah. a bad week for horror. Got twelve hundred theaters taken from Annabelle Comes Home, which was at number eight, and Midsummer at number nine. Yeah, Annabelle. Sorry, I was just like, oh my gosh, Secret Life of Pets, I Remember Us, that was a big story last year, just how hard that had fallen from the first one. Um, That was was a big story, yeah, that was a huge sequel drop. I remember at the end of the year we was doing our top ten as far as like box office and just yeah. throughout the year. Uh, sequels was like a sequels took a hit last year. Yeah. Right? And like MIB, Shaft to this, um, yeah. the Lego Movie too, um, Angry Birds too. Yeah, like a lot of sequels last year just did not yeah. hold the hold, hold hold the bucket. You know, it was really weird. And then, oh, well, we were talking about it earlier. There's Aladdin. It was out of the top five, but here it was in week number nine, sitting at number seven. Mm-hmm. Aladdin, <laughs> Aladdin just happened. never went away last year. What was the final count on that movie? Because I remember it was in the top ten for and, and Aladdin was fun because it didn't open huge like Lion King. Yeah. It, it opened at 91 million, which is good, but it ended up at 355 million domestic and 1.05 billion worldwide. I mean, it just kept yeah. going and going and going. 
But I, I remember like for the weekend, because Memorial Day when it came out in May, it did 116. And then the next weekend did 42, yeah. 24, 17, 13. It just never stopped. It I just stayed remember, there. Like, I was like, Larry, how long are you going to talk about Aladdin? Because this thing is just not yeah. going anywhere. It didn't drop out of the top 10 until its 12th week of release. I mean, and, it just you know, I hung watched on. It. I finally wa- watched it a few weeks ago. Oh, oh for nice. the first time? Yeah, it was, I was watching it with my girlfriend because she wanted to see it. Um, I, mean, I prefer Aladdin to no. The Lion King. This last I the remake. <laughs> I'll say that yeah. it was I was my favorite of the remakes last year. So, right, I had a lot more fun with that movie than I did with the uh, The Lion King for sure. The Lion King remake was a little long, was a little weird. Um, what uh, else then, we got? We got Avengers Endgame number eleven. Did you like Annabelle Comes Home? Speaking on that little more. I I bought it. I thought it was better than the first one still. Oof, well, yeah. Like, like it was Thank fine. It was, yeah, like it was fine. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, think I think we just need to be done with Annabelle. I, mean, I think it's time. Because <laughs> I, yeah, because it was like, I liked, if I had to rank them, I think I liked um, Annabelle Creation the, the most. Yeah. Then Comes Home, and then the first one still was awful. Yeah, the so, first one was really bad. I don't think Annabelle Comes Home was like horrible. I just thought it was uh-huh. like fine, and I think we're done with it. You know what I mean? Like, we gotta we gotta move on from Annabelle. She ain't, she ain't it anymore. <laughs> you know, <so. laughs> but yeah, Endgame was still holding on, and it's mm-hmm. 13th week of release. Um, this was before the re-release or after? I can't remember now. That's a good question. I think this was. Uh, I think this was before. Because I think they re-released it. Uh, yeah, because it had That's to be close, record. right? They didn't re-release it until it was close to passing that record. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, uh, I believe that that um, Endgame. I, I think. Yeah, I think this. Because I remember it. Did it re-release when Spider-Man: Far From Home came out? Like a couple of weeks after or something. Let's see where I see a good re-release. A bump in its number. Let's see. Sorry, I'm like looking through. Oh, uh, yeah, they re-released it. Oh, late June, it looks like. Late June. Okay. They threw okay. it back so right into before, over 2,000 theaters. <laughs> so right, be- right before Far From Home came out, which is smart because it's kind of yeah. like direct, direct lead-in. Um, we had the farewell that weekend, too. Yeah, that was starting that to continue to expand. I remember loving that. I remember loving that movie when I saw it in theaters. Yeah, it had um, fi- it's only in 31 theaters. had jumped its way all the way up to number 12, over a million. I, I love seeing those culture. I love seeing those cultural movie releases, especially when it comes to box office, because I love looking into my audience to see like um, represented represented cultures come out. Like when uh, the Pharaoh came out, like my audience was all Asian, which I really enjoyed awesome. seeing that. And then the same thing happened when Parasite came out too. Like that audience was that audience was a lot of Asian people there, but it was also a lot of other like people there who just was really interested because I remember Parasite was like catching on in theaters. It was just it was causing a lot before like the whole Oscar stuff yeah. when it was coming out. It was causing a lot of like 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 uproar of people just trying to check out what the movie is you know because all yeah. the, all the talk of like one of the best movies of all time and stuff like that so yeah i remember having a really good time when the farewell came out um rocket man we had rocket man in week eight as well i was still trying to hold on the art of self-defense never really took off but uh <laughs> it looked like it might in this weekend it had a nice jump but it never did you ever see that one mm-hmm. uh which one the art of self-defense 
I it's my it's in my it's on Hulu, so it's in my oh it is it's in, oh. My, it's in my stuff on Hulu, so I gotta watch it. And that's the one with Jesse Eisenberg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to watch it. Um, then, I wanted to, but yeah. One that a lot of people have been talking about recently, but not a lot of people actually went and watched the last Black Man in San Francisco down here yeah, at twenty one. Um, also, that's also on. Um, I've seen that. That's really good. That's also that's on Amazon Prime Video right now. That one didn't do um, too bad though. I mean, it did make over four million total for such a small film. That's not mm-hmm. that's not a horrible number by any means, but uh, yeah. definitely one to check out if you haven't seen it. Hey, look what we got way at the bottom, number 25, Dark Phoenix, week number seven. Dark Phoenix. Oh, oh my gosh. Godzilla. Look at that. <laughs> look at that drop for Godzilla. Yeah. Where's that? Oh, number two. Right 26. beneath it. Yeah, yeah, I was like right underneath yeah. the X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> Shaft. Shaft was horrific. Only in week number six, Shaft is all the way down here. Booksmart was still here in one of some of the indie theaters. You have a number thirty-two. Oh, look um, at Child's play week number five at seventy-nine percent. Yeah, that's that, bad. It's, I remember ooh. that dropped. Well, that was that when they released. With, that was when they released with Toy Story, which was dumb. Remember, remember that dumb? <laughs> yeah. Like because they were trying to make it like a marketing thing. They were like, yeah, let's go up against another toy movie, and like, dude, you got demolished. Like nobody's gonna dumb. Really, really dumb. Yeah. It, it had huge slashes like every week for that yeah, really, child's really play. Dumb. <laughs> that could have easily been. There was really no. We were talking about. I remember I was getting frustrated last Halloween because I'm like, dude, the only thing how is like Doctor Sleep and like Zombieland. Where's all the Halloween movies? Yeah. And a lot of them could have came out in that time. And like Child's Play is one of them. I don't know what you're thinking trying to go up against Toy Story. Really <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was a choice. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. That was like the big topic last year was like, why did you decide to release right here? You yeah. Know, Rocket Man too. I yeah. mean, we kept saying Rocket Man should be like a, like a fall movie. I just don't. Just yeah. So I think it could have gotten much bigger numbers if it had released in awards season mm, and maybe wouldn't have been forgotten. Maybe Taron Edgerton would have gotten his nomination. <clears throat> Yeah, I was just very confused. I don't know why they they, they did that. Um, hey, we still had we still had Dumbo here too, number forty four. Yeah, Dumbo was still trying to make something happen. Mm-hmm. Shazam! Remember that opening? Shazam. Shazam! I know. I'm like looking at these bottom <clears throat> numbers. Then we get yeah. to stuff. What is Papi Chulo? You watch that? No, I don't. <laughs> I think he's gonna tell me what it was. I no, like, I don't know. Looking down here, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I don't know any of this stuff way down here. <laughs> I didn't watch like any of it. Mm. Yeah, I um, yeah, also, some of these movies like these like there's some stuff in here. At War, what are these movies? I'm surprised you haven't seen any of these because sometimes you'd be going to screeners. I'm I like, know. Hey, what are you talking about? What was that movie that came out this year? You're the only one that I know who went. <laughs> the, the war one with oh, uh, God, Sebastian yeah. Stan. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are you the only one? And I remember it was a box office show, and I was like, "What do you got going on this week?" You're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go see such and such on Wednesday." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> like, what is that?" <laughs> I know. Now I'm just chilling at home. I'm like, okay, I ain't got no weird little movies to go watch right. that nobody's heard of. <laughs> A lot, a lot of these movies, though, are available, like the ones that we're going through right now, like Back to the Top. A lot of them that are not, are like pretty much available to watch now, obviously, if no one's buying them. Um, like like all the Disney stuff, of course, is on Disney Plus. Toy Story 4, Aladdin, The Lion King, all yeah. that's on Disney Plus now. Far From Home is kind of like those, those MCU Spider-Man movies, they get kind of, like, I think they get put on stars because they're Sony. 
movies yeah. and they're not on those are not on disney plus sadly but then like movies like yesterday i think yesterday's on hulu um stuber i don't know where that's at but, the art of self-defense if you haven't watched it i really liked it so if you check it out yeah yeah art of self-defense right now is on um that is also on hulu hulu gets a lot of these like bleaker street a24 yeah, stuff, you if know. you're looking for like um, good indie stuff, uh, Hulu is the platform. I've noticed. I would say that, yeah, because they, they even have the ones that they have the ones that were that were that were that they played this year at at Sundance. Like they have a lot yeah. of them there. Like they also have like the Lodge on there. They have a good a good little selection. If you, on if there. you still are you know living under a rock and haven't watched Parasite, yeah. it's on there. Parasite's there. Wild Rose, which is the number nineteen over here, is is on Hulu. I know Wild Rose um, never really took off like people. were hoping yeah. either yeah because hulu also hulu obtains a lot of the like you know the neon bleaker street um bleaker street another movie that's that's from them is the assistant that's also on hulu so yeah i recommend for a lot of the, most of these movies if you're trying to go rewatch them the farewell all of them are on hulu or amazon prime video for most of them you know so like last and then if you want the big ones like he said disney plus has right disney plus has <laughs> the big ones. midsummer is also on no that's on amazon prime video oh. midsummer so you check those out or yeah, you can pay home. 50 bucks for the new blu-ray right right oh my at God. the 4k I, I did it. it's, it's sold out right now the 4k is not in stock so you gotta that's go one Blu-ray. I, that's, that's the one i bought i bought that <laughs> one i bought the 4k i'm excited a24 nice. is coming for you criterion they're trying to snatch <laughs> your business <laughs> um all right let's get into the movie that we have um for next week uh, I think it was number seven. Movie number yeah. seven. What movie is that? You know. So coming up for number seven, the biggest domestic opening ever. We're staying in the Disney family for the fourth straight week. It's Black Panther. <laughs> well, I'm actually excited to go into that because I loved Black Panther. Yeah, like we're headed back to weekend. 2018 again. Uh, that's same gonna be year. really fun because that's a really that opening weekend. Like it was a it was a crazy uh, like a hyper weekend. You know, like me. Like, like the movie theater was buzzing, the news was buzzing about box office. We were buzzing that. Sh- I don't think no, we didn't. Do, we didn't. The show wasn't out when Black Panther came out. So actually, yeah. So I'm, uh, the shows that we do, as far as this top ten, that like we didn't get into because either the show wasn't we wasn't on the show yet and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm excited too because we already talked discussed Lion King last year, of course. Yeah. You know. Um. And then H. So it was nice going back to like 2020, yeah, that like was 15. Like the furthest one back so far. Yeah. With Age of Ultron, number ten was Incredibles two which we didn't do that weekend either because we yeah. wasn't um the podcast wasn't up then so i'm excited to go into black panther i really am so and, that's gonna be fun yeah if y'all are sick of the disney properties only one of these weeks doesn't have a disney so which one which week is that we'll number, save the five. Movie. Number, number five, five. <laughs> is the only one that is not owned by disney on the top top, <laughs> top 10 biggest openings of all time <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm excited to get into black panther i'm excited to get into all those other movies so yeah all right with that being said everyone that is the show really appreciate you guys listening um once again uh larry wants to let everyone know they can follow you and, and if there's anything coming up on your channel this week yeah you can find me on twitter instagram as well as youtube all at lc screen talk i am planning to get this disney song tournament posted tomorrow so that should be fun and i'm just trucking along with my love victor reactions on fridays and i am going to be reviewing the old guard this week with Charlize Theron. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. It was one Me more too. movie I feel like 
that was coming out next weekend. What was it? It's that oh, one you like, I think, right? From Sundance. Was, is that coming yeah, out this was, week? Sundance, like a Sundance movie? Yeah, isn't it that Sundance movie you really liked that comes out to Hulu this week? Oh, yes. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Excited, yeah. I'm going to rewatch that immediately and then do a review. I can't wait for you guys to watch it. Yeah. Um. So we have that coming out. We have The Old Guard, which looks badass, with Charlie Theron. Um, yeah, I'm excited. We have a pretty good... Uh, listen, I think since, like middle of pandemic wise like the releases as far as like streaming has been pretty good you know yeah. what i mean like nothing yeah. out of the nothing out of the like origin like nothing like too crazy like mulan or anything yeah crazy. but like you know we get some good ones like we had my spy we had hamilton this weekend so at least like our palettes are not are getting like <laughs> give it a something know? right yeah so i'm excited i'm excited um, alrighty, with that being said, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, and you can follow the page on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. This is our box office beatdown show. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne, and that was Larry. I want to talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.